I cringe inwardly every time somebody asks me, what's my life purpose? Because I know what they're really asking about. They want to know if they are doing something of value, if they're wasting their time, if they are really serving their energy and using it to its full capacity and potential as they are supposed to. The answer to that question is no. When you focus on purpose, you're actually looking to the past. The way to joy and to new potentials and new possibilities in your life is to focus on potential. I know this is going to be a bit disruptive to all these people who are offering courses in finding your potential, but hey, it's not the truth and it's not the path you need to be following if you truly want to have joy and success in your life. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. I cringe when I hear the phrase, find your purpose, or when someone asks me to tell them what their life purpose is. I cringe because I know why they're asking that question and that it's causing them a lot of grief. To seek purpose is a burden on us because it implies that we are not doing things right, we aren't following the right path, and we're wasting our time and energy. And even though we're working as hard as we can, we're not getting any results or finding any joy. There is no purpose other than what we are doing right now. And it's much more fulfilling and potential focus to think about our mission rather than our purpose. What is your life purpose? Have you ever asked yourself that question, especially when you're feeling a little depressed, unfulfilled, and unhappy? We generally worry about our life purpose when we feel less than purposeful. We aren't happy with our lives or we aren't satisfied with our progress. We may even feel like we're making, we may even feel that we aren't making any progress at all. So we want to explore our purpose because if we were doing the right thing and the best thing, we shouldn't feel this way. We should actually see some results. When we look at purpose in this way, we are really referring to a life definition, a meaning, a validation, and a justification. We want a better definition of how our gifts, talents, and abilities fit together to create joy. And since we aren't finding it in the present moment, we think we're doing something wrong. We want validation of who we are and what we're doing and that it's being recognized, appreciated, and generating some kind of result. We want to feel worthy, valuable, and meaningful. A quest for purpose is a quest for meaning in the context of 
how we matter in the world. But when we ask the purpose question, we aren't just questioning our purpose. We're questioning our very being. Now, we've been told this about purpose for a really long time. Some people have built big businesses on the issue of helping you find your purpose. And guess what? It's not the right thing to focus on. I hate to burst everyone's bubble, but it's true. When you look for your purpose, you're actually looking for something that isn't there. You have a soul mission and your life is a purpose for the expression of that mission. But the bigger problem is that our purpose doesn't work that way. If you listen to people talking about finding your purpose, they're talking about finding your equivalent of the Holy Grail, the source of everlasting joy, peace, love, and abundance. And while that is a goal that's possible for us to achieve, it's a dynamic process. It changes all the time. But do you want to know the biggest problem with focusing on your purpose? It's this. You're always looking behind you in the past, using it to try and make sense of the present. Purpose is past focused. It's an exercise in the endless excavation of what you have already done. To make progress, to move forward, to engage your intention and empower it with energy that allows it to manifest, you have to look ahead with your feet in the present and looking towards the future. I'll tell you how to do that in just a minute. But first, let's take a look at purpose. Think about what gave your life meaning and a sense of purpose 20, 30, 40 years ago, maybe even 10 minutes ago, and how it's different today. Think about the beliefs you had about yourself and your purpose 20, 30, 40 years ago and, to, and how that's different today. And maybe it's not any different. I suspect it is, though. Think, for example, of what happens, and this is how quickly your, this is how quickly your, your purpose can change. Think about a couple who agrees that their life purpose is to be together and raise their family and, and have this life together. And then one person decides that they don't want to be in the marriage anymore. And in the space of the time that it takes them to say that sentence, that whole purpose is shattered. It doesn't exist anymore. So if purpose is such a wonderful thing and it's very static, meaning you set your purpose and it doesn't change and then it leads to joy and fulfillment, how is it that so many things around our purpose change so much and usually with effects that aren't too pleasant? Let me give you a few of mine. When I was five years old, I wanted to be a ballerina and I started ballet lessons. Unfortunately, a vaccine injury, which paralyzed me for five years, destroyed that. I still had the build and some of the strength, but my sense of balance was gone and I was never going to become a ballerina. When I was 18, I thought it was my purpose to marry and have children and raise my family. That's what everybody else in my life did. That's what I was raised to do. And that's what women in that generation were raised to do as well. It didn't quite turn out that way. When I was 30, I thought it was my purpose to become a business and IT expert. And I worked really hard to become an expert in my industry, and I did. 
But I didn't count on the tech industry becoming layoff central as it did and all the politics of corporate life so that eventually after I had built my career and built my name and amassed a wide body of knowledge on business and technology, I was laid off six times in eight years and after the sixth layoff decided I'd had enough. When I was 40, I thought it was my purpose to move to Sydney, Australia. And I did, by the way. I moved to Sydney, Australia. I had an amazing time and thought that I was going to live there forever because I'd met the love of my life there. That didn't work out either. When I was asked to do spiritual work, I definitely did not think that was my purpose, which I believe was to be the senior VP of IT in a Fortune 50 company. 17 years later, I am celebrated as the leading expert in energy congruence, self-awareness, and intuitive mastery. Definitely part of my purpose, but I'm going to talk a little bit more about the difference between purpose and mission and also potential. What purpose did you think that you were supposed to embody in your life? Because that's what we do. We embody a purpose that isn't relevant to you anymore because it's not there because you decided that you didn't like it and you wanted something else. Here's the thing we have to understand about purpose is when we talk about life purpose, we are really asking for someone to give our life some kind of meaning, some kind of relevance, something that we can look at and touch and show other people and say, look, I did a good job. But life purpose is really part of another context that we have to look at, and that's our soul mission. So when we take on a lifetime, we have a mission. Our soul carries a mission for us and our life becomes the purpose through which that mission is experienced. Once we complete that mission, which involves learning lessons and going through experiences and dealing with our karma, dealing with our soul groups, healing our soul wounds, there's a lot involved and it can take a, a very long time, sometimes an entire lifetime. Sometimes it doesn't take that long at all. And we are actually coming through another aspect, another iteration of this soul mission cycle that has to do with ending karma that's actually ending pretty quickly. So then what's next? Well, it's our belief in our purpose and what we're supposed to do with our lives that becomes critical because we think it's fixed, but it changes over time. Let's look at how you were raised. And this is kind of going back to what I just said a few minutes ago about what I thought my purpose was. So if you're a woman from my generation, you were raised to get married, have children, and take care of your family. And then when your children had children, to become grandma to their grandchildren. That's what women of my generation did and of my mother's generation and hers before her and hers before her and before that. That's just what women did. Now, let's not get into the political discussion or the fact that women were totally excluded from society and there were a lot of things that women were not allowed to do but that's changed today and the changes that have come about are one of the reasons why women have new levels of potential available to them and that old-fashioned purpose can include a new level of potential we'll get back to that in just a minute if you're a man from my generation your purpose was to get a job get married have children and provide financially for your family. That's what men from my generation did, from my father's generation and his father before him. Everyone did the same thing. That's what was expected of them. But our sense of purpose has changed and we're no longer satisfied at being purposeful by meeting others' expectations or by taking care of others. We wanna feel purposeful within ourselves. We want a mission 
and to arrive at a state of mission accomplished. The idea of purpose is rather touchy because it deals with the sacredness of our being and our life journey. We have to be here for a reason, and we want that reason to be the best of all reasons. We want to be successful as part of our reason. We want to be happy. We want to be celebrated in some way. We want to do something so that at the very least, we can celebrate ourselves. Within our desire for purpose is the need to feel that we've made the world a better place and made people better off in some way. If you followed me for any length of time, you're going to become, you're going to know what I'm talking about because I have been writing about this for at least the last 12 years. This sense of purpose, this idea of the purpose-based life is the Christ consciousness, the martyred healer, the light worker who sacrifices themselves for others. Somehow, by using our purpose to help others, we become more purposeful but that doesn't really feed our soul and it doesn't accomplish our soul mission because at the end it's rather empty and we want something more. We want accomplishment, satisfaction, fulfillment, and to feel that we made a difference and our life mattered, but that in the greater context of all that, we feel good about ourselves and we are happy too. So I'd like to propose a new definition for purpose. In fact, a whole new word, one that meshes well with our energetic sovereignty and our ascension path. It's a kind of purpose that doesn't allow you to question yourself or to doubt your abilities. It's the kind of purpose that doesn't allow you to look at your life and feel like you haven't accomplished anything, like you're treading water, you're sitting there spinning your wheels. You're helping a lot of other people, but nothing's happening for you. This is the way of our potential, the expansion of our energy into new paths of manifestation. Potential doesn't look backward. It looks forward. It always asks, what's my next step and where do I go from here? And one more thing about this difference between purpose and potential. Purpose is a very linear concept. You go forward along a timeline from one sense of purpose to the other. Potential is multidimensional. It expands like a sphere. The more you look at potential, the more you expand your energy. And when you expand your energy, it expands like a balloon, like, like blowing up a balloon. It's not linear. When we focus on potential, we move from the martyred healer of Christ consciousness to the empowered mastery of our Christed awareness. This is a whole new way of being for us. The graduation from the light worker who's in the trenches suffering along with everybody else to the light beacon who shines the light of their own truth so others can see it when they're ready. The path of potential always looks for what will expand energy and can only see and move forward to the future and not backwards into the past. When you ask the question, what's my potential instead of what's my purpose, you're automatically moving away from the past into the present to move to the future, which is the next step. Now, don't get me wrong, the future is not some distant point far away from where you are right now. The future is literally the next moment after this one. 
And the key to the potential in the future moment depends on what we do in the present. If I say in the present moment, I'm going to get a glass of water and I start walking to the kitchen, what's then going to happen in my next future moment? I'm going to be pouring myself a glass of water. That's how close the future is. Move the event horizon up for the future. Quit looking at a week, a month, a year, a decade from now for the future. The future is literally the next moment after this one. We're always moving from the present to the future unless we're obsessed with our purpose. Then we're mired in the past trying to figure out the past so that we can feel worthy of being in the present. So what's your preference? Do you seek your purpose or your potential? Here's how to make a more empowered choice and one that will give you the fulfillment and everything else that you want. Number one, and this is so critically important, never assume that you would or could have made a different or better choice in the past. This makes you question your purpose and you doubt yourself because of your past choices, which you cannot unchoose, so to speak. It's impossible to change the past. You have to look at the past and realize that every choice you made in the past was made according to the information you had then, the choices you had then, the person you were then, and what you thought was possible for you then. It's very dangerous to judge your choices and actions in the past by the eyes of the present because it's only because you've already been through that situation that you can look at it from the present and judge it. Number two, when you seek purpose, you want validation. You want to know you're doing the right thing while at the same time feeling bad because you feel like a failure. When you seek potential, you have completion with the past and acknowledgement of your accomplishments. Are you ready to be complete? Now you might be saying, wait a minute, I don't have any accomplishments. I didn't really do anything. In fact, I feel like a failure. But there is no failure because at any point in time, you do the best you're capable of with the information you have and with the choices that you can make in that moment. You can't make another choice because there's no other choice available. So when you say, I feel like a failure, you are literally judging the past from the present and thinking that the options you had today are the same as the options you had yesterday or 20 years ago. They're not. You want validation because you feel like a failure. You need to get closure with the past and then seek new potentials now because you can make different choices with the experience that you gained from the past. So are you ready to be complete with the past so that the past no longer becomes a stumbling block instead of a stepping stone to the present? Number three, Sometimes we use the quest for purpose as a form of self-sabotage or an attempt to avoid our forward movement. Is this true for you? Think about it. How easy is it is to say, oh, I'm such a failure. Oh, I'm incompetent. Oh, I can't get anything done. I can't do anything right. And then use as, as an excuse to not do anything. When if you judge your past actions as failures because they didn't give you the outcome you wanted, the real thing you should be questioning is, was your outcome realistic? Are you judging the past based on the present? Are you really being fair with yourself? And are you just afraid? Number four, having a purpose can make us feel purposeful. 
like we're doing something good or achieving a goal that others approve of or that makes us feel special and on target. Purpose is a need for ego validation. Did you hear that? Purpose is a need for ego validation. To all those people who are telling you, live your purpose, find your purpose, and you'll get fulfillment from that purpose, they're talking about validating the ego because they should know that it's not about purpose. It's a soul mission. Your life is a purpose for the expression of your soul mission. Isn't that true? Aren't all these people also talking about your soul, your higher self, your spirit? As I always say, you're an energy container for spirit. If they're saying all those things and then they're telling you to find their purpose, aren't they contradicting themselves? I think so. The real reason for this constant quest for purpose is to validate your ego, which there's nothing wrong with the ego, but constantly validating the ego without moving forward into some kind of energy expansion is just an exercise in self-adornment. Potential is a congruent path towards expanding fulfillment. So when you look at potential, you're always looking at expanding your energy outward, moving into new possibilities for yourself, things that will challenge you to raise your vibe, to expand your frequency, to pull up new gifts and talents that you have not used before, to create a different reality for yourself. Are you ready to set your own goals and intentions? Can you let the past stay where it belongs in the past? Are you willing to follow your own intuitive guidance and set your life path to where it can be, to create those big, bold intentions no matter what others think about them or think about you? Move from purpose to potential. Stop asking why you're here and focus on being fully present to expanding your energy into greater levels of potential. This is what will bring you the peace, joy, love, and abundance that you seek in your life and set you on the path of my trademark Becoming 360, congruent living with divine harmony. And if you want to find out about your field of potential and everything that's in it, I have dedicated a chapter and a half of my book, Ascending into Miracles, The Path of Spiritual Mastery on the Field of Potential because it is so important and it's more important now than ever. You can get the book by clicking on the Amazon link below. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.